Hi, I'm Karen. <laughs> you switched it up on me, so now I'm going to have to say the Crash Test Mummies. <laughs> I did. Right, you go first. Hi, I'm Alexi. And I'm Karen. And this is the Crash Test Mummies Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Crash Test Mummies podcast. We are now on episode five. So exciting, I know. And today we're going to be talking about all of the things that happen when you're pregnant that no one tells you about. We know that pregnancy is one of those really exciting things in life, and you get pregnant and your friends all are excited for you, but what about the things that they don't tell you? And for those of you who are pregnant now, this is just a friendly little hint into your future. And for those of you who have been pregnant, hopefully you'll be laughing along with us because you've been there, done that. And hopefully this is a great reminder of you to tell your pregnant friends the truth. Yeah, that's so true. Hi, everyone. Um, Welcome back. Yeah, I think it's so important to talk about these things because there were so many times when I was pregnant, all three times that different things happened. I said, why did no one tell me about that? Like even my mum, like, mum, did you know about this? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I wish I'd have known, but there seems to be this thing that no one talks about it. So here we are today. We're going to bear all. We're going to talk about the things that no one talks about. It might be embarrassing, but it's all for you guys. Yeah, totally. Um, also, for those of you who entered our giveaway over on Instagram, thank you very much. We have chosen a winner. Alexi, can you announce the winner, please? Yes. So the winner of the giveaway, super exciting. Drum roll, please. In, I was going to say insert drum roll. Mama <laughs> and Hannah Plus. Woohoo! Congratulations. Uh, yeah, if you DM one of us or the Crash Test Mummies, then we can get your lovely, happy sweater on its way to you. And there will be a few more giveaways in the next month or so. So keep an eye out on the Crash Test Mummies and also our feeds our tiny diaries and at raised kind perf okay shall we kick this off then with some of the fun and enjoyable aspects of pregnancy that we didn't expect to but endure. like she said once you have your baby you kind of forget the really bad things and it's all okay but we're just here to remind you we're, we're just it's just a little reminder you know <laughs> For those of you like, I could get pregnant again. Um, yeah, one thing that I find about parents, particularly mothers, is that we love to tell our horror stories about our pregnancies and our birth stories. And I've become really aware of the fact that it could really put someone off if they're about to give birth and you are telling them, yeah, I nearly died. Yeah, I had an anaphylactic shock. Yeah, this is awful in pregnancy, but don't you find that women love talking about the awful stuff that happened to them? Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's exciting, isn't it? I like hearing other people's stories and sharing mine. I think it's just one, like it brings you together in a weird way. Yeah, it's weird. Like I love listening to this and I was thinking about it today. Like what would I listen to this as a topic? And yes, I would, even although I'm probably not going to have any more children and I'm not currently pregnant, I still like to hear these stories to kind of make me feel like I am I was normal. Mm-hmm. So important because there were so many times my both my pregnancies where I was sure that I was not normal. <laughs> Positive. 
And yeah. like so, so not normal to the point that I like didn't even want to ask my friends, like, did you guys have this happen? Mm. <laughs> it's kind of weird. So speaking of weird things that I that happened when I was pregnant that I didn't want to talk to my friends about, one of them was the worst indigestion and heartburn, like so bad that I yes. was- Yes. Yeah, right? I was like vomiting after every single meal. I had to be so careful about the like the portion sizes when I ate or I was sick, like in the toilet for an hour and I couldn't lay down at night. Like I couldn't lay on my back. I had to like sit up in bed all night long so I didn't get any sleep. So for me, it was like the, the time that I'm supposed to be enjoy your last couple weeks of sleep. That was way worse than even when I had a baby because I was not sleeping because I was so sick with indigestion. And I was sure that I was actually dying and that it had nothing to do with the baby. <laughs> yeah. The indigestion thing for me, yeah, it was awful. And I felt like I had more rest after the baby was born because at least then, like it seemed that as soon as the baby was born, all of these horrible symptoms just disappeared. Yeah, and you didn't have like fire in your throat constantly. (laughs) Yeah, from drinking a glass of water. Like I think because I carried Hudson so like high, so he was always like literally up in my chest and they were like, oh, you carry him perfectly because you're so tall. And I was like, no, this is actually a nightmare. And then and then it came, of course, he ended up having tons of hair. And they're like, oh, well, that's why you had such bad indigestion because he has hair. Karen, did your babies have hair or is this just like an old wise tale that is totally a lie? Not one strand of a hair. So that is rubbish. Um, yeah. but and And also my babies were like huge, like coming out the way. I never knew you pregnant like properly pregnant but I know that you've said before that you uh didn't show but you were so pleased with Presley you had this tiny little bump I know. Like, look this is I, know, I was like showing it off on Instagram because I didn't yeah. get to do it on my with Hudson and I was so devastated but with Presley I finally got that magical little bump of course, Aww. then I it, the bump came with like swollen feet and swollen legs, and I actually hated it. So you can't, I couldn't be happy either way. But you know, at least I had both experiences. <laughs> so you had swollen feet and stuff during pregnancy. I because I only had them literally the day before I gave birth, and just all of a sudden, all of the water went to my ankles and blew them up, and I was like, "What is going on?" And it's really weird because you can't feel. Like underneath the skin, it feels like almost numb with like pins and needles. My mom and my mother-in-law used to make fun of my feet when I was pregnant. Because I, I mean, I know people say like they have sausage toes, but <laughs> I literally have to find a photo and put it on our Instagram just to show you guys how ridiculous my swelling was. My parents had this massage chair and I had to sit on it just to like get my blood moving because I was like, I was so fat. And by the time I got out, my legs, you could see like the indentation. I couldn't wear shoes because because they would make such insane indentations in my feet. But I also think when I was pregnant with her, I had the worst sugar cravings and I I did succumb to that. And it was, I was extremely unhealthy eating when I was pregnant with her. So I probably kind of brought that on myself, but Mm. such is life. (laughs) You, You do what you can when you're pregnant to survive. Yeah, and I actually gained like 90 pounds being pregnant with her. But at my six-week checkup, I had lost 60 of those pounds. So it must have been so much water weight. Yeah. And I don't know how that happens, but it was absolutely disgusting. And I was so embarrassed to even like be seen. That's funny. Uh, Not funny, but yeah, I didn't have that. um... (laughs) 
just I'm just glad that something happened to you. Not really. Just that <laughs> just that you had like the perfect bump while I'm like looking like a huge cow with massive bump in front of me. Like didn't see my feet for a long time and I still have that bump really. But like I would have much rather not been able to see my feet than to look down and see sausages smiling up at me. Okay. <laughs> um did you find that things like your senses uh heightened like for me the worst thing about being pregnant was my sense of smell like got super strong or super sensitive and every smell would offend me and it would make me really cross so like (laughs) we moved into our house um and then and then I found out I was pregnant um, about a month afterwards, but it was like a, a renovation project. We would have tried for another baby, but he was a surprise. So kind of came into the mix a little bit too early. And I was pregnant at a time when Chris was knocking down walls and uh, like, yeah, there's dust But like everywhere. when is Chris not walking down, knocking down walls? That's true, actually. Like he's still knocking down walls and Fox <laughs> is like a year old. So Yeah, I know. But like, I could smell this smell in the house that no one else could smell, which was like this musty, really unpleasant thing that made me really angry. And because I found out I was pregnant just before Christmas, I had got all the uh, Christmas candles out and lit them and I hated the smell of them. Like they just made my stomach turn and I couldn't concentrate on anything because I was so annoyed at this smell. And uh, we also didn't have heating in our house at that time. We do now. But we had like this, you know, like those plug-in heaters that blow out hot air. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. I had one of those. And it, what, it like, has a smell. No, but it was my senses. Like I, could, I just didn't like the hot air coming oh. out of it. And again, it just made me angry. So basically being pregnant made me really angry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I feel I had no issues with my smell. Mm. I never, not with either one. I didn't have any weird smell things, but I was really angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always really angry, but not related to smells. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do think that mood swings are a huge thing for for pregnancy because I just, I didn't feel like I was on top of things because not only are your hormones raging, but you are physically going through this huge change and also you're having to get used to the idea of another baby or one baby and there's a lot of planning to do and you're tired so you can't really blame a pregnant woman for being so angry yeah but like for me I think it was so much more than stress I actually felt like I was crazy and I don't know how I still have a husband because this is something that I never told anyone while I was pregnant, but now I love telling people because I'm like, watch out. Like you might go crazy. I was so <laughs> picky about like everything. And Adam, I had, we had this like closet in our house and it's where I would go whenever I got really emotional because Adam would just be like, you need to go have a word with yourself because this is the baby talking and not you. And I, I would, I would go sit in the closet for like an hour and just cry my eyes out. But in one instance, I, we were eating dinner together and I told him not to take a bite of my food. And of course, you know, husbands, he reached over and took a bite of my food and I legitimately stabbed him as hard as I could with a fork and made him bleed. And he, of course, he will never let me live that down. But I look back and I think to myself, like, you were actually psycho. 
what happened? <laughs> Thank God it, he was always like, I know this isn't you. It's the baby. And like at the time it would make me so mad. Like, it's not the baby. This is normal. Like you're being irrational. He's like, no girl, you're being irrational. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm fine. <laughs> I just want my chicken. So yeah, I became very possessive of food um, because yeah, I think, yeah, it's weird. Like, I think that the pregnancy nausea that you feel is the only type of sickness that you are still hungry. Like you feel sick all the time, but you want to eat all the time as well. Did you feel like that? I was never sick with Hudson, but when I was sick with Presley, I did not want to eat anything. Uh, okay. Maybe just me then. But that, maybe it's just you, but I don't, I'm sure it's not, but I was like so sick in the beginning with Presley that I was like, I just couldn't keep anything down and it was just not yeah. fun. So I don't know. But I never was just like nauseous. I was like just vomiting with Presley. But thank God that only lasted a couple weeks. So it wasn't – some people I know have insane sickness that lasts for months. Thank you, Jesus, that I wasn't one of them because I do food. I know. Yeah, I was never – yeah, sick to that point, but I just felt ill all the time, always nauseous. And people always say, oh, have some ginger, have some ginger biscuits. Yes. I don't want ginger. I know. It doesn't the work. Ginger. And now I hate it. And peppermint. Yeah. I will say though, when I was really sick, my friend said she recommended getting a bottle of grapefruit oil. And I thought that was the weirdest thing ever and like huffing it, like sniffing it. Mm. And it was the only thing that I tried that really helped me with my nausea, like with my oh, nausea. Wow. It was like a, it was like a miracle cure. I went through like a bottle a month. Not really because <laughs> I was only sick for a couple of weeks, but I went through like a bottle a day. <laughs> wow. That, yeah, that sounds quite nice. I'd quite like some of that now. Yeah. See, I thought when I heard it, it's just the thought of sniffing something like that strong made me yeah. feel sick, but it really, really did help. Did you find anything, just going back to the indigestion thing, did you find anything helped with your indigestion? No, nothing. No. At all. Yeah, I only found out like the week before I gave birth to Jonah that there is a, a medication that you can take that is amazing. So um, it's called omeprazole and it's quite common, I think, for pregnant women to take it when they're pregnant. Um, And uh, yeah, I found out about it one week before I was due to give birth. So I'd done technically nine months worth of suffering before then. But if anyone's listening and they are pregnant, then omeprazole is a very good option. Uh, Okay, let's talk about the obvious, which is cravings. However, with cravings, you always think it's going to be like things like pickles or pickles with ice cream or, you know, these sort of silly things. But I didn't realize just how weird cravings could get did you have cravings I had food cravings but they were not again like you said I didn't have anything weird like with Hudson I wanted Greek salads every day like the crisp Greek salad with olives and feta and like the crispy lettuce like that was great and both presently all I wanted was donuts so Mm. (sighs) I don't know again it's like the sexist thing my cravings were completely opposite but I didn't have anything weird. I definitely had like a sweet and savory difference, but that's it. Yeah, I remember eat when I would eat, it would never satisfy me. It's like, yeah, this isn't exactly what I want. But then um, I started having cravings for touching really scratchy things, like 
you know, like the... It just sounds so weird, touching really scratchy. Yeah, it is weird because normally I hate even the sound of a brush sweeping or like I hate the feel of velvet or if I hear someone like touching the carpet or something like scratching it, it it gives me shivers. But when I was pregnant, all I wanted to do was like, you know, these like wire... um, Scrubbers. Yeah, scrubbers, yeah. Like all I wanted to do was like hold them in my hands and like try and bite them. And Ew. I know, I know. And then so I started chewing toothbrushes and I just love the feel of it on my tongue. Like it was it was almost, you know, inappropriate how much I loved the taste yeah, that's of the, weird. the crunching of it. And I would work through toothbrushes like weekly to just, just needed to chew them and then I would be in the supermarket and be like, oh, I have to go down the aisle, the uh, cleaning aisle, just check out what's there. Oh, Stop it. it was Are you being serious right seriously, now? Seriously. You literally sound way too excited about the cleaning aisle and about toothbrushes. As I say, it was it was borderline inappropriate how much I loved these things. I do, uh, yeah, I do still um, chew toothbrushes, but I have to give myself a talking to and remind myself that it's not good for the environment if I get through too many toothbrushes so I have wait so you still are having they never left (laughs) fetishes toothbrush fetishes you need to go on that show that that where like the with the women like eat couch cushions and like there's this one woman was like eating dirty diapers you need to go on that show shut up (gasps) real thing oh my goodness well yeah my mum when she was pregnant with me, she used to uh, bite into coal. She used to love the feeling of coal on her teeth. And I think... That literally makes me cringe. Yeah, I know. But I think that's quite a common thing as well because there's some sort of nutrient in it that your body wants. But, I mean, you know, you look like a crazy person, don't you? (laughs) Chewing a piece of coal. Yeah, I know. I can just, like, picture her, like, hiding in a closet in the same closet where I had my mood swings, chewing on coal. (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally casually like i need it i'm like i've heard of women wanting to chew on ice that's like the big one i hear like they are obsessed with like chewing on ice i never had anything like that but i've also never heard of anyone needing like toothbrushes coal or um i don't know weird stuff i know sorry really weird if you guys have really weird texture cravings i want to hear about them yeah and make me feel a bit more normal Karen, I hate to bring this up, but I know we've talked about this before, and you have told me that you have had some insane constipation issues while you were pregnant. Oh, thanks for uh, bringing that up, babe. Thanks. Thank Sorry, you but we're, we said we were going to get real, and that's one of those things, you know, you just got to be real. That is true, and that is something I didn't expect, because normally everything is fine in that department, but being pregnant, uh, it was really difficult, and I don't know whether... It was because I was taking iron tablets or whether just my hormones were slightly different and it affected it. But I mean, it got to the point where I was obsessed with kind of going to the toilet because I needed to move on with my life. And I felt like I would sit on the toilet and be like, I don't think I'm ever leaving here because I can't poop. And like, yeah. You get the hem- did you get hemorrhoids? I know that's yeah. a really big one. Yeah, see that that was that that was a big issue, um, particularly in the first pregnancy. But um, 
Yeah, people, I think women in childbirth get hemorrhoids quite a lot because of the pushing. They never go away, I don't think. So once you get them, it's very difficult to make them go away. But no, I mean, it's fine now. But um, yeah, at the time, like I remember my sister-in-law came around and uh, I was crying and she was like, what's wrong? I was like, I can't poo. <laughs> oh. And she's she had had kids and she was like, I get you. Like, um, yeah, and I, I wasn't keen on taking any of these sort of, in, laxatives yeah um because yeah. i think they make me feel like i have a stomach bug and i didn't want to feel like that so i just sort of tried um and yeah we were in boston visiting chris's brother and his wife and it was getting to the point where it was like five days and i hadn't gone to the toilet and i was just feeling awful and uh, we were at boston aquarium and i went to the toilet and my poo came out and it was Stop like it. I had won the lottery. I was walking on air when I left the bathroom. See, I was like the opposite. And I, now I feel like I might be weird because you and your sister-in-law both were constipated. My stomach was so sensitive to everything I ate. And I was like constantly like, oh, I need to get to the bathroom like right now. Yeah. And Adam and I had only been together in the same country. Like we'd been dating for years, but we'd only been together in the same country when I got pregnant for like two months. Yeah, so Hudson was a big surprise. Um, But he would come visit me on the weekends and we would like get dinner and then we'd be driving. And I remember one time in particular, I was sure that I was going to poo myself. I was so positive. Like it was, there was no stopping it. And I was like, I was just so embarrassed. I was like, I have to get home. I have to get home. And Adam like raced me home. I thank God I made it to the toilet. But then I was like stuck on the toilet literally for like 45 minutes. I don't know what was happening, but it just was like... It was like a disaster, like that scene from Bridesmaids. Oh. That was me. And at, in, at the end of the day, Adam was like, I have to go back. He was in the military, so he had to drive four hours back to where he was stationed. He's like, I have to go back. Like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, no, I'm not going to be okay. And he came into the bathroom and kissed me goodbye, and it was the most humiliating thing ever because like you don't want your boyfriend to see you in that state yeah but thank god he he still loves me because that was that was rough yeah <laughs> that, that is true love yeah I know that you spoke last time uh when we were talking about feeding about the aversions thing and I thought that would be quite useful to pick up in this podcast as well because I do think that um the aversion to things like sex during pregnancy for me, it was, yeah, like, in undisputed. It was like, I do not want to be touched at all. So was that, like, because you were pregnant? Do you think it was hormone-related? Or were you just, like, weird about your the way your body looked and not uncomfortable in that respect? I think I just had so much going on emotionally, physically. The last thing I wanted was um, to be intimate with my husband. However, saying that, he felt the same, I think. By the time that I was, you know, visibly pregnant, he was like, we can't do anything like this because I don't want my willy touching. To touch the baby's head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a man thing, isn't it? I think it is a genuine concern for them. And I I was the opposite. I was so wanting to have sex. Oh, really? Yeah, I know that's so weird. But yeah, that was me. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, like I said, especially with Hudson, my hormones were doing all kinds of weird things. But it was Adam who was like, 
Uh, no. <laughs> but then you're like, what do you mean you don't know? Enter the mood swings. <laughs> so then you've got like two really competing things going on. And he's just trying to like be respectful. And I'm like mood swinging this way and like horny. And it's just, oh no. Yeah, you're not the only person that's told me that. I have a friend who will remain nameless, but she told me that, yeah, the best sex she's ever had is when she's pregnant. I did not think we were going to be talking about sex on this podcast, but never so mind. Much. This is the second time in a row. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, I might. Disclaimer parents are not allowed to listen to this podcast. What else would you say? you wish you had known beforehand no I mean I think like your mom I it's so easy to forget the really bad things and I think it's easy to forget the implications that being pregnant can have on your body not just like stretch marks and this and that but that you know like I said my blood pressure with Presley there are other medical problems that can come up during pregnancy and it's so easy to not be careful about them and to forget that that's even possible so I think it's important to just be vigilant with your body and make sure that you're listening to yourself. You know, if your body's telling you to take a nap, then you should probably take a nap. If your body's getting really bloated, maybe drink some extra water. I also had a really bad gallbladder infection with Presley. Again, because I was eating so unhealthily and I wasn't listening to my body. Like I was listening to the baby saying she wanted sugar, but my body didn't need it. And you have to be vigilant about what your body's telling you because, you know, then you it can cause issues if you're not yeah that's true I had um hypertension in pregnancy with Jonah so I had really high blood pressure the first time and I didn't realize I thought well I'm young and healthy I'm having a baby and you know it'll be a breeze but actually the pregnancy can impact or trigger different things in your body that you know you need to be careful with but uh it's very easy to say after you're pregnant like you know don't eat sugar don't um give in to your cravings because at the time you're just like get lost I'm doing what I want but I felt the same I think the classic phrase is let your body tell you what to eat and then you eat it but and you're feeding like you're eating for two that's such yeah. a good like such a typical statement and like you want to believe it because you want to eat for two <laughs> Yeah, I know. And actually, your body only needs like the equivalent of an extra slice of toast or something. It's not like a whole takeaway, takeout. However, that does link into what we were talking about the other day about how um, one of the main things that people don't tell you is that by the end, you are not scared of having the baby anymore because you're so ready to have the baby your body physically is tired you were emotionally drained I think that is nature's way of telling you or letting you let go of that anxiety because I I don't know about you but for me every time it got to maybe 39 weeks and I was just at peace with the idea yes I was like so scared. When I first found out I was pregnant with Presley, my initial reaction was not happy because I was so scared of having, of going into labor because my labor with Hudson was so terrifying. And so for, you know, for nine months, I was worried, 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 worried. And then like the end came and I just thought, you know what, actually nothing could be worse than waddling around and looking at my fat feet (laughs) and being sick every day. I am ready to just push this baby out, even if it takes seven days you know at least I'll be that much closer to having this baby I was three centimeters dilated with Presley for like three weeks oh really I was like why (laughs) 
just come out of me. (laughs) So yes, it is no longer scary. And I think that is, like you said, the biggest gift because you don't, there's no fear because you're just so excited and so ready for it to be over that you're like, bring it on. I got this. Yeah. Just all of a sudden you are ready. And, you know, (laughs) there are lots of lovely things about pregnancy, not just all of the things that we've spoken about. Um, And I do miss it. Yeah, it is weird. Like, um, I sort of miss the labor part, which Chris is like, you're so weird. But like, I don't know, maybe because it's just it was just such a significant moment. But also like finding out you're pregnant. And then once the nausea dies down, there's definitely a phase where you feel good, you feel confident. I think I felt more confident about my body during pregnancy than I ever have at any other time. And that gave me a huge confidence boost. And it's like, there is no better feeling in the world than feeling your baby kick. Oh, I know. There's just nothing better. I know some, like some people get really tired of it. My kids never like battered me to any point of pain, but like, I didn't care if it was the middle of the night or early in the morning. I just loved watching the little feet and hands. It was just, to me, it was like them saying hello and then just talking to them and feeling like, you know, something a husband will never have is being able to carry a baby and bonding with them in a way that only a mom can. That's so special and so cool. That's what you remember. You don't remember being sick and you don't remember being angry and stabbing your husband with a fork and you don't remember the pain and the scariness of being pregnant. You just remember the all-consuming love of that little tiny pea, papaya, kiwi, cantaloupe, whatever it is that week size thing inside of you. And that is what it's all about. Yeah, as soon as they're born, all of these things just drift away into insignificance and that's why no one tells you about them because they don't remember they just remember holding their baby and counting their fingers and toes and being happy i know why is it that every time we get to the end of this podcast i feel really broody like i want another baby yeah good for you i need a break yeah (laughs) okay so next week Uh, We have an exciting episode from my lovely friend, Emma O'Leary, who is a speech and language therapist and also has some great tips for bonding with your kids through play and sensory activities. So listen out for that next Tuesday. Actually, Alexi, we have a bonus episode next, don't we? We do. Surprise! (laughs) And that comes out on Thursday on Halloween, and we'll be talking about Halloween. And one of us is boycotting Halloween this year, so you'll have to find out who and why and the differences, which is the most exciting part to me, between England and America, because apparently Halloween is very different in both countries. Yeah. So listen in and stay tuned for that on Thursday. So please tune in on Thursday for our special bonus um, episode about Halloween and then normal business resumes as of Tuesday where we will have our next official episode. Okay, Lex, we're good. Let's go.